Hello and a very warm welcome to everyone listening, from those of you in North Norfolk and those to you a little bit further afield and abroad. We love hearing your feedback about our podcast and are delighted that you find them useful. This is your nice guideline update podcast for March 2023. Our monthly podcasts also can be accessed on the North Norfolk Primary Care website at nnpc.info. My name is Emma Smith and I'm an Advanced Nurse Practitioner and the Director of Clinical Services and Quality for North Norfolk Primary Care and I'm here with my podcast partner Emma Lambon. Hello, I'm Emma Lambon and I'm an Advanced Nurse Practitioner and a Non-Executive Director at North Norfolk Primary Care. This podcast is an 8-10 to minute overview of any new or unchanged <laughs> changed guidelines from NICE for the month of March which are relevant to us in primary care. It's in conjunction with the NICE Guideline monthly newsletter, which is distributed all over North Norfolk clinicians and beyond now as well. So Emma, what's new for us this month from NICE? Thanks, Emma. So it seems that March has been a really busy month for newly developed and updated NICE guidelines. Um, There's been an update on the rapid guideline for COVID-19 management, which um, I had an accompanying CAS alert from the MHRA. Um, Also an updated version of the acute injury, kidney injury quality standard, a newly developed type 1 and type 2 diabetes quality standard. And this replaces the previous 2011 version covering both type 1 and type 2 diabetes. Um, And in the NICE news updates, there has been a development in the testing and diagnosing of UTIs and also recommendations in weight loss drugs being made available in specialist NHS services. Okay, fabulous, quite a lot. Let's start with the COVID-19 management updates then. Okay, um, so the COVID-19 management guidelines cover the management of COVID-19 for babies, children, young people and adults in all care settings. Um, It brings together our existing recommendations um, or their their existing recommendations uh, managing COVID-19 and also new recommendations on therapeutics. So this means that all healthcare staff and, and those obviously in primary care, which is more pertinent to us, um, it supports the planning and delivering the services um, and, and they're quite easy to use and quite easy to find. So on March the 29th, the new section on therapeutics for COVID-19 updated recommendations on the use of antivirals, essentially. Um, this is based on um, updated evidence of clinical and cost effectiveness, which resulted in uh, the, the NICE appraisal process, which led to the new updates. So on the back of this, as I mentioned earlier, the MHRA has released a CAS alert, which obviously is the um, the system whereby we we have things brought to our attention if there's any um, problems or anything you know sort of going on in the background. Um, so basically, it um, highlighted that the new guidelines um, had will supersede the UK wide interim clinical policies put in place during the pandemic specific government arrangements. However, the manufacturers of the antivirals recommended in the new NICE management guideline have lodged an appeal against them. Um, so once the appeals have been concluded, a second release of these, this guideline might be, uh, is expected, but this might be in late 2023. So in the meantime, the guidelines, as they were released um, you know, just, just in March, are as they stand for now. So watch this space for any, any further updates for that. Okay. Thanks, Emma. Um, now let's move on to acute kidney injury updates. 
The updates on this quality standard occurred after discussions with NHS England's Renal Services Transformation Programme and the UK Kidney Association. These discussions identified changes required in certain priority areas. So the main priority areas are children, young people and adults who are, are at risk of kidney injury and that they're given advice on maintaining kidney health. Children, young people and adults at high risk of kidney injury who are admitted to hospital and that they have their serum creatinine level monitored. Adults with an acute kidney injury warning stage 2 result have a clinical review within 6 hours if they are acutely ill or admitted to hospital or within 24 hours if they are clinically stable. Adults with an acute kidney injury warning stage 3 result have a clinical review within 6 hours or if they are acutely unwell in the community, an immediate review to consider admission to hospital. Children, young people and adults with kidney, acute kidney injury who meet the criteria for renal replacement therapy are referred immediately to a nephrologist or, if appropriate, a critical care specialist. And finally, that adults discharged from hospital after an acute kidney injury have a clinical review within three months or sooner if they are at higher risk of poor outcomes. Okay, that's great. Um, that's sort of quite clear. And obviously there are um, recommendations there that we in primary care would need to take note of as well. So that's a really good overview of the update. So thanks for that. Um, the main updates and the developments of the new quality standards in type 1 and type 2 diabetes. And as I said before, this replaces um, one document and separates type 1 and type 2 diabetes. So um, the separate quality standards in type 1 diabetes and type 2 diabetes covers aspects of structured ed education programmes, continuous glucose monitoring, statin therapy for primary prevention of cardiovascular disease. There are nine key care processes which are discussed and described in the uh, quality standards. It also looks at assessing the risk of diabetic foot problems on admission to hospital um, and also support to self-management diabetes during inpatient admissions and identification of eating disorders in adults with type 1 diabetes, specifically just for the type 1 um, document. Okay, great. Thanks, Emma. Um, the innovation in UTI testing in support of the fight against antimicrobial resistance is an interesting development um, and that could really support the primary care and community clinicians in clinical decision making in a more timely manner. Innovation in testing for a UTI has the potential to help people with a UTI to receive the correct course of antibiotics more quickly and that could soon be considered for use in the NHS. Um, this could mean that results could be available in under one hour and could be carried out by a healthcare professional outside a lab area, lab setting. This would result in primary and community care clinicians having the ability to diagnose a UTI and prescribe the correct antibiotic in a timely and a very evidence-based manner. It would negate the need and the costs of an often inaccurate dipstick, which would then follow a lengthy wait for a lab specimen result. The new testing could have the potential to reduce patient risk, reduce antibiotic overuse and therefore resistance, and also save us money in the long run. That sounds really great and I hope it is introduced um, really quickly because that would really be supportive of the daily work that we experience in general practice. And it could also, as you said, make a real difference in antibiotic use and instigate quicker treatments when, when it's required. 
So last but not least, NICE has recommended that a weight loss drug should be made available in specialist NHS services. Um, NICE has recommended that the use of um, semiglutide semi <laughs> semi or uh, Wegovy alongside a reduced calorie diet and increased activity in adults who have at least one weight-related comorbidity and a body mass index of um, at least 35 the weight-related comorbidities are considered as pre-diabetes or type 2 diabetes, hypertension, dyslipidemia, obstructive sleep apnea or cardiovascular disease. Um, so hopefully it could be available to NHS patients soon once the manufacturer um, Novo Nordisk launches the drug in England. We'll watch this space. Okay, I think that's all we've got time for this month. Thank you once again for listening and please do take a look at the NNPC website on www.nnpc.info for further links to our previous podcasts and access to the monthly newsletter if you don't already receive it. Okay, so bye for now. We'll be back next month with more nice updates for you all. Bye.